0: what is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the University Mobile Athletic Podcast. I'm your host, Sports Information Graduate Assistant Sean Del Hope, and today I have uh, two of the grad assistants with me that I've known for a couple years now. One of the grad assistants for the University Mobile men's basketball team. He is a Brentley, Alabama native. He went to Lorleen B. Wallace for two years and then transferred to Troy University. His last two years to get a bachelor's in sports management, and now he is pursuing his master's of higher education, leadership, and policy. We have Mr. Stefan King. Also, you're just not going to say anything?
1: Oh, I know what you're going to say. So it's
0: my fault. Oh, okay. How are you?
1: <laughs> I'm doing fine. Doing
0: fine. All right, that's dope. That's dope. And next up, we have the University of Mobile Women's Basketball graduate assistant coach uh, from Lewin, Mississippi. He went to East Central Community College to get his associates, and then he went to University of Southern Mississippi his bachelor's in liberal studies, and now he's pursuing his master's of higher education and leadership and policy. We have LaRomeo McKee.
2: Hello, guys. So glad to be here. So glad to be here.
0: (laughs) All right. So we have a lot to unbox today because I know you guys – you're an Alabama native and you are a Mississippi native. Cause, let's start with Stefan, because he went to Troy University and then you decided to get your master's. First of all, coaching, is that something that you love?
1: Yes, coaching is what I love for mm-hmm. sure. So after Troy University, um, I went to high school called Louvern High School in Alabama. Mm-hmm. It's like eight minutes away from Brantley. I rival, so mm-hmm. I got a lot of backlash for that. But the only <laughs> job I had, mm-hmm. went there for a year and then I resigned and Went back to Brantley High School, and then one month in the job, um, I got a call from Darnell Archie Mm -hmm. to be a graduate assistant here, so I Mm -hmm. took that opportunity.
0: So were you originally going to get your master's, or was that a question? What happened?
1: Thought about it, but when I got the graduate assistant position, it was all she knew, so I had to go. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. And, Rome, you came from Lewin, Mississippi, and then you went to Southern Miss to get your liberal arts bachelor's degree. Yeah. And what were you going to pursue a master's after that?
2: Uh, I was at first. I, I tried a couple of different stops, tried to get on at Southern Miss, mm-hmm. tried to go to Stillman, and things just didn't follow through. So I went to a local high school. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting a call from a um, coaching buddy of mine. Ashanti um, Gray used to be here, mm-hmm. and he knew the head coach here, and she got in contact with me. And that's all she
0: wrote. Now I'm here. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. So you guys have a passion for coaching, or is it playing the game? What is the passion behind coaching for the basketball teams here at University of Mobile?
1: So, you know I mean? As a young kid, we all had passion of playing basketball. Oh, but of course. it comes a time where you got to know that you want to be successful at the next level. hmm So coaching just came up. I love the game of basketball, so I want to be around it. So mm-hmm. coaching was the option for me. Mm-hmm. And what about you, Ro?
2: And for me, man, honestly, I always tell people that basketball ends, you know, for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But it ended for me in middle school. <laughs> you know, um, I didn't try for the basketball team, but I just knew people that, that knew the coach and they knew I wanted to be around the game. Mm-hmm. And I ended up being a manager. I was a manager, you know, through my whole process at high school mm-hmm. and also through college, and I just developed a love for the game and understanding, you know, all the things that go into it. Mm-hmm. And that, that definitely wanted to make me be a coach, being around my mentors and just learning from them.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, were you originally looking at it coming out of high school? Did you want to be a game manager? Was that what you wanted to do as far as going into college, or was that just something that gave you a scholarship?
2: Well, I always knew in high school that I wanted to be a coach. Mm-hmm. because, I mean, my mentor was a coach, and, and to see him, you know, in charge and kind of, you know, controlling things and helping young men out to, you know, get to to get to get college and get scholarships, that inspired me. Mm-hmm. So I knew, you know, leaving high school that I wanted to be a coach, and I knew that in order to be a coach, you know, I need to be around the game, I need to learn and figure things out. So me being a manager, that would just keep me closer to my passion, which was basketball. hmm
0: and, Stefan, how far away were you when you got the call from Darnell? Where were you at? What oh, city?
2: I was at, at Burnley High School.
0: Brantley High School. How far away is that from here?
1: Two hours, I would say, mm-hmm. if you are driving the speed limit. So drive the speed limit. Two okay, hours. okay. <laughs> and
0: did you already know Darnell prior to that, or he just gave I, you a call?
1: I did not know Darnell, Archie. So, basically, I was an intern for in the summer at Troy um, university for the basketball team, mm-hmm. and his GA at South Alabama came to be Director of Operations at Troy. Mm-hmm. So his name was Andrew Steele. So I kind of worked with Steele throughout the summer. He's seen my skills. And then one day when I was at Brantley High School, uh, I got a call from him saying, do you want to be a GA at the University of Mobile? Never heard of University of Mobile from being Alabama. But yeah. when I got the call, uh, talked to Coach Archie, I came down here and I visited it was amazing, and I knew his background, so I knew he could get me where I want to go in life. So mm-hmm. that's why I came to University of Mobile because I don't have RG. Mm-hmm.
0: And do you guys think that when people ask the question, it's like, "What is, is college? Is about getting a degree, but also it's about who you know and your connections." So
1: in the game of basketball, for sure, it's about who you know and your network and your relationships, mm-hmm. how you've been built. So that's mm-hmm. for sure.
0: And both of you guys have been here for three years. Yes. Yes. Correct. Yes. And you guys are both about to graduate. Yes. So, before we unpack what the future holds for you guys, which is down the line, what during your time here, like what has been the biggest impact as far as like your position coaching with being under a head coach at a D2 school, what has that been like?
1: So, um, being with Coach Archie, I just seen how you can just build a program up Mm-hmm. Um, he have his six values that he preach each and every day mm-hmm. and those things that is, is on the court and off the court. So just just building a program, which I can see, is, is a beautiful thing to see. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's most of it.
2: Mm-hmm. I think being around Coach Stuckman, you know, since the time we've been here, the program has continuously grown and grown. And our mm-hmm. motto, you know, this year, was bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And the thing about that, we're trying to get the girls to understand that um, sometimes it's about building relationships, it's about, you know, loving each other. It's about, you know, working hard and all those things. And I and I could say that those values are something that we live by. Mm-hmm. But we also preparing them for life outside of basketball. So mm-hmm. we use that bigger picture kind of motto mm-hmm. to kind of prepare them for a time after us.
0: I um, got you. And how many coaches have you got well uh Stefan, were you an assistant coach at any point before this?
1: So I was an assistant coach at had- um, Louvern High School, yes. and I was about to be the head coach of girls basketball at Brantley High School, mm-hmm. which was um very different at the time, but mm-hmm. God had a plan for me, so mm-hmm. you just got to go with God's plan, and let him lead your life and guide your life, and he knows what's best for
0: you. Yes, and as far as coaching for you, Rome, how many coaches have you been under?
2: Um, I, Before I came here, I was at Pedal High School. I was assistant coach there under Catrice Bender, mm-hmm. and that was the only experience I had, but it was... I was JV head coach, and it was mm-hmm. a lot of things I learned from it. You got to have a lot of patience. Mm-hmm. And it definitely has helped me out on during this time here, for mm-hmm.
0: sure. And so both of you guys have been under two head coaches? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So every coach coaches differently. Mm-hmm. And there's there's times where you guys, where any coach or assistant coach, they just have different views on mm-hmm. how to coach and stuff like that. Have you guys ever had that experience where it's like, you know, I don't really 100% agree with how he's coaching, but I but i must support it because I know that he has a different viewpoint versus my own.
2: Well, one thing I can say about coaching, um, a lot of times, you know, you don't agree on things. But it's an understanding that um, everything has have to, have to be alike and sound alike so the kids can understand. It. Mm-hmm. If I disagree with something and coach maybe disagree with something, now the kids are confused mm-hmm. and now we're not getting nothing accomplished. Mm-hmm. So regardless if I agree or don't agree, I'm always, whatever my coach say, I got to be with – I'm going to be with it mm-hmm. because I'm following her lead and whatever she going to do, I'm going to follow it because the kid's going to follow us. Yeah. So that was – I agree. Mm-hmm.
1: To piggyback what he said, um, coach, the assistant coaches have a degree at times to challenge your coach. You mm-hmm. know what i You not want challenges. But I think the thing you do is you do it outside the doors, you don't in front of the kids, mm-hmm. in front of the students. So everything you're not going to agree with, but you got to understand too, it's the head coach job. Yep. It's his job. You're with the assistant. Mm-hmm. So you're here just to learn and
2: try to help him out. Or mm-hmm. Her out, yeah. Make their job as easy as possible for mm-hmm. sure. That's the biggest
0: thing. And so you guys have managed to. You have been here for three years. And coming here for the first year, was it a questionable thing when you first came here? The first year, you just like ah, you know, this might not be for me. Or have you looked Did you look at it like, I see a lot of potential in this these next two years. Well, the next three years that I have here at the university. How was that like the first year experience coming here?
1: So my first year, um, I have a best friend. He went to Troy University. He was the GA, mm-hmm. and I heard all the stories. But it's different when you get into the fire. Mm-hmm. So when I stepped into the fire, I mean it was tough. I remember had to doing the scout work, doing player development, all those things. It can be a lot, as well as going to class. So mm-hmm. that was a lot as well. But I knew I loved the game of basketball, and I knew that Coach Archie would help me out or and lead in the way of me getting the opportunity that I wanted in basketball. So I just follow follow line with him. He been to the highest level of Division One, so he knows the game for sure. So mm-hmm. you just got to learn.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think the biggest thing is just when I got here was just trying to find my niche, you know, as assistant coach, find out where, where I can, you know, make everybody better, you know, make coach better, help make the players better. Mm-hmm. So the biggest thing was just, you know, finding my way from that. Mm-hmm. Just finding my niche and just figuring it out, you know. Yes. How to impact everybody and make everybody better.
0: Yes. Know? And I think for the most part, like, as far as, like, all the GAs that are in the athletic department, we're always trying to find that that niche and mm-hmm. trying to figure out what we're going to do after school.
1: Yes. Yes, yes. yes.
0: And so, like, hmm, let me see how I can word this. So what was the biggest, like, challenge for you guys during your master's while also being an assistant coach?
2: I think I would say that just trying to time manage, you know, getting, getting the homework and things done, but also – still recruiting, mm-hmm. still um, managing that practice, still, you know, doing study hall and things like that. I think just the biggest thing was time management, trying to fig- find a space for everything and make sure you're getting things done and don't make sure you you know getting half of this done and half of this done. People not satisfied. Just mm-hmm. making sure you're doing your job fully, mm-hmm. and, and but also going to class and doing your work. That was my biggest thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Same thing it's, it's time management. As a graduate assistant, You don't have no other assistant coaches, Mm -hmm. so just you and the coach. That was our Mm -hmm. first year. So Mm -hmm. time management was huge. Uh, I remember we were doing our thesis class. Thesis class was 16 weeks, and it (laughs) it was a lot to go into that. Mm -hmm. And you just had to have time management. And it also was in the second semester, so that's when you're in your conference play. So that's Mm -hmm. where every game really matters. You need every win. So Mm -hmm. having time management skills is great for all graduate assistants out here, (laughs) time management skills.
2: But then also, you know – during that time, we still doing scouts.
0: Yeah, yes. we doing
2: all those things on the road, recruiting everything. Like you're literally doing everything while doing your homework and everything. Mm-hmm. So that time management, like you said, time management is it just is huge. Yeah,
0: and I know all and all three of us live in the back in the trailers. Yes. And yes. It's, it's, yeah, it's fin house. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a fun time. <laughs> but like as far as because you guys are not from this area, how was it finding a community in this area while you're here? During your schools?
1: It was pretty good. I mean, I'm under Coach Archie, so everybody knows Coach Archie and Mobile, so it was kind of easy because he helped me get a a side job at um, UMS Wright High mm-hmm. School. So mm-hmm. I worked there, be a sub, and everybody loves him. So when they love him, they love you. So.
0: Mm-hmm. And what about you, Rome, as far as like finding a community here during the time? Because I mean, we've connected well at least over the past three years, yeah. but it's really hard because when it comes to master students, yeah, nine out of ten, they're athletes and they're mm-hmm. invested in their sport. Yeah. But as far as like finding a community within that, was that easy for you?
2: Uh, I think, man, the biggest the biggest part of people that I've, I've been around is kind of connected to. Obviously, the coaching staff um, definitely keen for the most yourself, David. Mm-hmm. Just kind of you know building the relationships with y'all and kind of fellowshipping with y'all and you know going you know having little times where we go to Coach Archer house and maybe watch football games and, Mm -hmm. you know, getting to meet different people at different places or going to Coach Stuckman House Mm -hmm. and doing different things. I think, you know, that was the bigger more the community that I was, you know, privy to. On mm-hmm. a daily basis mm-hmm. So I would say That's who all I was around
1: mm-hmm. Another thing as well though First coming here Mobile just welcomed me though Everybody's mm-hmm. Hey how you doing I hope you have yes. a great time So Real. That that was huge of me Coming here You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying You have a family oriented mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. That's just huge as well Being away from home mm-hmm. Have a family Who really cares about you Who really wants you To succeed in life
0: yeah. That's huge mm-hmm. and What has been The most impactful thing During your time here
2: mm.
1: I would say just, um, just learning the game under Coach R.G. Because mm-hmm. he's a he's a player coach. Um, he always wanted his players to be successful in life. But just learning the different things he do, the plays that he called, his practice plans, how he's building the program, I mean, that was very impactful for me. So when I want to build a program up, I know how to do it in the ways that he did. And I can just find the ways that I liked, find ways I didn't like. So I think that was very impactful. And other ones just – him just being who he is, so that's that's perfect. And also how he how he coaches, and also be with his family as well. So mm-hmm. that's huge in coaching because it's a lot of stuff you got to do at that at the Division One level. But also showing time to your family and your kids and knowing that you love them. So that's that's one of the impactful things that I've seen.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think one of the most impactful things I have seen was the I think the closeness that was something that affected me like coming to an office situation where everybody was really, really close and tight knit and like I can go and get advice from from you, and you, mm-hmm. King, I can go get advice from Miss Sally, anybody. Mm-hmm. They will always just, you know, get catch you by the bootstraps and try to get you, you know, give you whatever you need in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I think the closeness of, of the office and the people I'm working with, it made it easier mm-hmm. to come to work every day and kinda give you give me my best. Mm-hmm. You know? And obviously, you know, seeing um, seeing Coach Archie and his family you know, seeing the different other coaches in their family—that that's inspiring. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, man, these people—you know—they they live in a dream. They're coaching, you know. They, they got their families with them. They bring them with them every every other day or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like that's where I want to be in life one day mm-hmm. to a point where I can bring my kids around the fellowship and get to know the players and get to know the community mm-hmm. and get to know everybody and just learn from.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh so, yeah. And so before I get into like, you know what you guys want to do after you graduate or like yeah. what the future holds because I know we briefly talked about that earlier um, there was a game where uh, coach Archie couldn't coach it was the game against Talladega and yeah. you and Nick had to step up and coach that team now you guys we fell short it was like we, we lost by what three points four Four, four points yeah. but that doesn't discredit because I mean they went Talladega went all the way and they, an they were yeah man. and they were runner-up yeah. so Going into that, Stefan, I just want to hear your mindset because now you and Nick had to step up on that. So what was what was the process behind that?
1: Um, First off, I was in the gym running. You know what I'm <laughs> On the treadmill. You know, I like to work out and I get the personnel shooting the video mm-hmm. and I'm like, what's, what's really going on? So I go to the office and he just hit me with, you're going to have to be the head coach of this game. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Against Talladega College, huh? Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? Didn't really sleep that night, watched the video, knew most of the personnel, knew all their plays, and you just had to get the players to get focused on the game mm-hmm. and have them believe in, in the coaching staff. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it was a it was a great experience. I understand that we lost the game, but I think from my perspective and Coach Archer's perspective, he's seen a team where we could be if we keep working. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we finished top five and. Arguably the toughest conference in NAIA. Oh, yeah. So that says a lot, but I mean, it was a it was a fun game. Crowds into it, very mm-hmm. engaged. I mean, it was it was awesome. I mm-hmm. mean, at the time, I seen my future. Yeah. You know, I seen my future of you can be a head coach, man. If you keep working, keep listening, keep making the right networks, you can be a head coach. So it it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, learned a lot. Um, wanted to win it for Coach RG because uh, yes. he couldn't coach there, but mm-hmm. I mean. How the guys played, it was it was really amazing. And I had coaches come up to me throughout the season of saying, wow, well, it was amazing what you did and how the players played so hard for you mm-hmm. and all that. But, I mean, it was amazing. I believe that kind of put us on another level. Like a lot of teams were really scared of us. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I was blessed to have the opportunity for sure.
0: Now, if you were to do that like your first year here, would you be? Would it be a different mentality? I feel like, yes, it, yes,
1: yeah. yeah, way different mentality. Because mm-hmm. coming in here to my first year, I didn't really see the game like I see it now. Yeah. So it would have been very hard because I wouldn't have no assistant because Nick came on um, my second year. But mm-hmm. it would have been very tough. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you got to get the job done as a coach. You got to learn how to adapt. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the biggest thing in coaching. So I would adapt it for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. And Rome, I. Recall, we had we off record. We always talked about like what you plan on doing now, like your direction as far as future jobs mm-hmm. has changed throughout the time. Now, is coaching still an option, or what is what is like now? What are you interested in as far as like career?
2: Coaching is always the thing I want to do, hmm. but at this point, I think I wanted to go more in the um the I guess the logistics of, of basketball more, be behind the scenes more. You know, hotel, planes, just kind of planning things and kind of getting things set for a group, like director of basketball operations, things mm-hmm. of that nature. Mm-hmm. I want to kind of transition to kind of learn that part of. I want to learn every part that comes with a team, mm-hmm. you know, at the highest level possible. Mm-hmm. So when I do become a head coach, now I know what to expect. Now I know what to get from this person, that person. I know who I want to do it. Mm-hmm. So I want to. I just want to learn everything, man. I feel like going to that part and learning the behind the scenes as far as you know the numbers that go into it and how, the process that it takes to get a team together and a group together throughout mm-hmm. a season, mm-hmm. I want once I learn that part, I think I'll be set for my journey for Yeah, sure. I
0: think it's always good to have, like, a very versatile resume. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. just being stuck to one thing. That's why I mean. I got a degree in communications, yeah. and never that's such a broad thing.
2: Never want to be boxed in, man. Never want to be boxed in. Yeah.
1: So that's the great thing about NAI because your graduate assistant can go out recruit. recruits. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think at the Division One level, you can't do that. GAs can't recruit. Mm-hmm. So at NAI, I mean, you have smaller budgeted Division One, Division IIs. Mm-hmm. So being here for three years, I kind of did all things that a Division One coach could do, as in recruit, um, own coaching experience, head coach experience, mm-hmm. and also um, the off-the-court things, the academic advisor, um, like you said, director of operations. So as an NAI, you do so much stuff, and you get so much experience
0: as well. Mm-hmm. And do you plan – Stephon, do you plan on going, uh, being a head coach at a university? What is the future plan after graduation?
1: Yeah, that's the goal. To get, the end goal is to be a head coach, but mm-hmm. you got to understand that it steps out the way. You got to climb up the ladder. Mm-hmm. So next is I'm, um, hopefully, get a director of operations job, to be a video coordinate job mm-hmm. at the Division One level. If mm-hmm. that doesn't work, you got different options. You can go junior college level, be assistant coach. You go D two, be assistant coach, but I'm just trying to avoid the high school right now. That's you know <laughs> might be my last option. I'm gonna stay on the collegiate level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? When you pray for to God, you know what I'm saying? He'll bless you. So I'm just waiting on my blessing. Is being patient. Mm-hmm. I know patience is the key in life. Yeah,
0: and sometimes we get caught up and we, we can't be patient and we get yes. frustrated.
1: Yes, I've been there and there now.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> Oh yeah. But Ron, what does the future hold for you following graduation? You graduate in May.
2: Man, it's coming up soon. Yeah. <laughs> By the time they hear this, I be long out of here. <laughs> but man, um, the future thing just kind of uh, network and, and talk to different people and apply for different jobs. And like you said, it's all about who you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, once I um, connect with those people, like I've been connecting with them, mm-hmm. and, and get my name out there, it's just a, whoever take an opportunity. On them. But they taking an opportunity on them, a hungry young fella who's trying to. You know, learn and be a sponge,
0: man. Mm-hmm. So. And I don't think it's cool that, Stefan, you, you don't want to coach high school, mm-hmm. which is fine because, I mean, you already did. And on top of that, with the resume that you have now coming out of the university, you have yeah. a pretty stacked resume for potential uh, junior colleges, any type of college, really. Mm-hmm. But is is the main goal a D1 school or is it a big school? What Like, where do you want to live?
1: Well, at first, um, you always want to go to Division One level, but mm-hmm. – as me being in the Top Connect program, that mm-hmm. they got selected into this past summer, I talked to one of the coaches named Gary Stewart, and he just he coached at all three levels. So he told me that everybody's journey is different. I know we all want to get to Division One level, but what is the best option for you to get there? And mm-hmm. sometimes we have to let we just have to follow God's plan and let ev- let everything else um be in itself. So right now we'll all to be at Division One level, but. Mm-hmm. I just gotta trust in God that He would get me to where I want to go. So.
0: Mm-hmm. And as far as Rome, you see yourself working at like if if it was if it was up to you, mm-hmm. what position would you like? And like, where would you want to work? What's what spot? Where would you like to live?
2: I mean, the spot. Honestly, the spot don't matter because one thing about this business, it changes so much, and mm-hmm. you, know, you just have to be willing to to go almost to Alaska if you have to. You have to go to anywhere depending on, you know, wherever the opportunity comes. Mm-hmm. I can't be settled on just being in Mississippi mm-hmm. or just being in a certain place mm-hmm. because opportunity might be elsewhere. No. I got to be willing to pack my bags and go, mm-hmm. you know. Right now I don't have a family, but God will I have a family one day. Mm-hmm. But right now I'm just trying to build something. So when I get to that point, I'm able to provide and do things, you know, supposed
0: to do. Yeah. And I know, like, you guys have traveled with the team, and you guys travel, mm-hmm. I'm sure, outside of the yes. South. And yes. I know, like, there's a lot more the world offers than just, like, in Alabama. And that's, mm-hmm. like, the common thing in, in the South is just, like, a lot of people like to go off and go to school, come mm-hmm. back, work in their community yeah. long term. Is that the is that the mindset? Or are you guys trying to just pack wherever you need to go, wherever God's calling you to go, just go?
1: Being a small-time kid, um, I'm ready to get out of Alabama for sure. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I would love to come back I know, when I'm done with my career, like when I retire and be a head coach at Burnley High School to get back to the community. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I would like to do for sure.
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely just taking opportunities. That's where it's definitely where I want to do. I mean, home will always mm-hmm. be there. Home gonna be home. they going to support you. Yes. But sometimes, man, when you leave, some people start to appreciate you a little more than home sometimes. Yeah. Okay, They so may, may be so used to your face and what they've seen you as. Mm-hmm. But not no disrespect to that because I think, you know, people love you wherever you go, but I just want to venture out and, mm-hmm. and see what's out there for sure. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: So if you guys could change anything that has happened the past two years that you guys were here, what would it be?
2: I would say nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing because— Everything that happens is supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. If it don't happen, how can we how can we grow from it? How can we learn from it, whether it's good or bad? Every good moment we had was supposed to be exactly how it was supposed to be, in, and the people that we was with were supposed to be there. And anything that bad happened, you learn from it. Yep. I learned from it. I grew from it. Maybe next time, if it happened next place I go, I won't be as hard as myself on my or down about it because I done been there before. Yeah. And maybe I can... Help encourage somebody else that that may go through the same situation mm-hmm. and help them through that through that moment. So mm-hmm. n- nothing at all, nothing. nothing at all. I guess
1: um, Coach Romeo just read my mind <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't change nothing. Like mm-hmm. he like he said. I mean, he said it all. But everything that happened is supposed to happen, and you had to learn from it. So I mm-hmm. mean,
0: mm-hmm. And what advice would you give to a student that is interested in getting into coaching, working in sports? What advice or words of wisdom do you have for that person?
2: Uh, I would say just always be be willing, be willing to work all the time, like past the times, like don't don't expect like your time is gonna be different, change when you're working. Mm-hmm. Just be willing to grind and work and get in the mix, but also be willing to network. Mm-hmm. Be willing to talk to different people that you don't know, and and, and gain understanding of you know just how they got to their situation, how they do this, and that. always be willing to learn be network, be willing to learn, want, learn and I always work hard all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: And what about you, Stephon?
1: One thing I would say is don't worry about the level. Don't worry mm-hmm. about the level because in the as I learned in the last three years, coaches know everybody from each level. So the level mm-hmm. is not really a big point. You know what I'm saying? The best thing is to get into the business. That's the hardest thing to do is getting into the business. So mm-hmm. I would say don't worry about the level. Also just be patient and wait on your moment. Because it's going to be times where you have to step up and you have to show coach or show coach how you can be at the right position at the right time or being a, like, as in for me, being the head coach for two games, yes. how to be a head coach. You got to be ready. Mm-hmm. You know, so those things could hopefully help you get a job. But if I wasn't ready, I wasn't prepared. I mean, it can be in a total disaster. Mm. So just being prepared.
2: And also, since he's talking about level, can we just talk about like the NAI as a whole? <laughs> Like, man, me coming in NAI, like, my expectations was just, I, I had a different point of view of it because I was so used to one certain thing. Yeah. But, man, it's some really good basketball oh, yeah. played in NAI. As you've seen, Loyola and Talladega boys made it to the championship. Mm-hmm. Our girls and Talladega girls made it to the, um, the NAI tournament. Mm-hmm. Like, it's some really good players, like, really yeah. good players, really great coaches mm-hmm. that coach on this level. Mm-hmm. And, and I can't, like, when people say they just trying to, like they want to go D one this and that. I'm like, that's cool, that's good, you know. Cause everybody glorified, mm. but man, it's some really good basketball at this level. That and and I wanted to put that out there because for sure,
1: yeah, it's, it's great basketball for man. sure.
0: Yeah, it's very competitive and man. it's very yes. grimy. Yes. And I think yes. like the fact that you know, even after the game, you can put that aside and you can still man. talk to those coaches. Yes, like, yes. Like their man. friends is the is the biggest thing to me. Yes, yes. Man. and it's all and that's another way of networking because I mean, you know, yeah it's a competitive game that's the whole mm-hmm. point of it but like you guys can still be civilized mm-hmm. and just talk through it and then yeah. critique and then grow from it Yeah. because I mean everybody's trying to grow still you yes. know, I'm a, I'm a big advocate of being a student first regardless of what yeah. you're doing yeah. And so yeah with that being said you guys are about to graduate and I don't know if you guys have the opportunity to express the gratitude or anything that all the stuff that you guys experienced throughout the three years you guys were here what would you like to say in gratitude to your coaches, your staff, the athletic department, the university? What would it be?
2: So first, I want to say just thank you to Coach Stugman for just giving me an opportunity. It was at a time in my life where I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what was next, and mm-hmm. it was scary in the moment. But the fact that you know that she took a chance on you know little kid from lower Mississippi, mm-hmm. it definitely you know meant a lot, and, and I definitely learned a lot on this journey. And I also just thank 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 her for our friendship. Thank Coach Archie. Thank um, Coach King. Coach Ellis, and all the people that I've met on this journey, even the players. Mm-hmm. Just just glad for being able to, you know, share this experience with them. Be able to, you know, enjoy the good times and and and, look, and try to encourage people during the bad times. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely happy that I came, and I think I've, you know, become, become became a better man on the journey. Mm-hmm. You know, and um. Super happy for the journey and everything that comes with it, for sure. It's
0: good work. Thank you, man.
2: And Stephon?
1: Coach Archie, man, I just want to say just thank you. Thank you for giving me an opportunity of a small-time kid in Brantley, Alabama, as he called the backwoods. <laughs> <laughs> I just really thank you for showing me the ropes, showing me how to be a, a great coach one day and showing me how to be a great husband one day as well. I'd like to thank Miss Sally, for all she has done for me in the last three years. She's always been there. Um, coach – Coach Stuckman, she always been there. Good people. Um, can be a little aggravated at times, but that's fine. <laughs> but just the University of Mobile as a whole, just br- taking me in, bringing me in, and loving me for it all. Um, I always hear good things about me from other people, and I just want to say thank you um, to Mr. Mel. You know what I'm saying? He always gave me some good, good um, advice through some tough times, so I just want to thank him as well, him and his wife, and, I mean, as you say, I'm just really just thankful and blessed for everything that Universal Mobile has given me, for mm-hmm. sure.
0: And I know you guys are going to continue to do great things. I say that at the mm-hmm. end of every freaking episode. Yeah. That, it's yeah, actually it's frustrating. True, though. I need, you got you yeah. to, change. positivity out here. Yeah, yeah. but, like, I've, I've seen you guys these past three years. And, I mean, I remember when, Rome, you first came in. It was during, uh, Universal Mobile was playing. The guys were playing, um. Uh, Coastal Alabama. It was mm-hmm. a scrimmage, yeah. and we were sitting at the stats table, and that's when I first met you. Yeah, and I was still in my undergrad, and yeah. now if
2: you started asking me about. Did you start me about the um graduate thing? Then or it was a year later.
0: I think you you mentioned it to me, but yeah. see at the time I was like, I'm not going back yeah, to school. Yeah, you weren't trying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but then they hey, gave me, they offered here. it to me, and I was like, man, I'd be here, dumb man. not to take it. A blessing. Yeah, but no, you guys are great people. You know, I'm gonna miss you guys for real. Yeah. It's gonna be weird next year not seeing you guys on the court.
2: They have a they have a new um, Stefan and Romeo around
0: here. So I don't think I'm gonna talk to him, man. I think, I, don't think I'm just, I think I'm just gonna be stuck. I'm just gonna be stuck in my ways and just yeah. be quiet. But that really concludes it. Do you guys have any questions for me?
1: First off, I just want to say thank you um, for what you're doing for the students and let them tell their stories for sure. Because. Mm. You know what I'm saying. Throughout the years, man, Romeo you always did like a podcast in the office. But when you, <laughs> but when you really said you was doing this, like I was yeah. like really amazed and cheering for you. Like this is this yes. is huge, man. This setup yes. is huge. Everything mm. you're doing is huge. It's God shining the light on you right here. So yes, I mean, man. take it and run with it. You know, so you have a bright future. Mm. You're doing great things. You know what I'm saying. So we're proud of you, man. Yes, yeah, man. I really keep, appreciate. Keep it. grinding, man. Thanks, like guys. all that stuff
2: you're doing with South Alabama Spring Hill. Mm-hmm. Man, Keep putting your name out there putting yourself out there man One like, day the right people are Gonna see you Yeah, And good. even a news station Like the news station Y'all mm-hmm. you telling me about Like just keep doing What you doing man And plus you do it And you genuine mm-hmm. So when you genuine like that it always gonna come back It's always gonna come back To you man
0: Yeah but I mean Genuine attracts genuine Like <laughs> yeah, you guys, yeah, yeah, like yeah, you guys yeah. That's why we're friends is it? Yeah man That's why we talk But like I really appreciate that That means a lot to me I know that yeah. you know it's it's weird to think that, you know, you make the connections in this area mm-hmm. and then once you leave, it's like totally new chapter. Yeah, the only is. person the only person you're connected with is whoever got you connected in that area. True. And so yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to what the future holds. I have another year and mm-hmm. hopefully I can still do this afterwards, fingers crossed, or I can do this somewhere else. But yeah. as far as like the stories and what athletes do and what you guys do, I don't wanna discredit that and just be like, Oh well. He was assistant coach. He was a graduate assistant. That mm-hmm. was it. Like, I mean, there's a, there's a story behind everything. So much it more. Is, it, so, yeah, so much more. more and sure. so I'm thankful that I have the privilege to sit down with you guys and also be friends with you guys yes. mm-hmm. to just casually talk and just have these talks about your experience and everything mm-hmm. that's been going on. So, yeah, I really appreciate that. I really appreciate it. Any Absolutely. other questions? Well, that really wasn't a question, but I appreciate your kind of words, Stephon. Yes,
1: sir. Um Question. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What do you want to do next? What do I want to do next? That is a, a good question, man. Because I say that in every episode, that's always changing. Um, as far as like, I want to say I want to work in sports. I want to do. I enjoy creating that atmosphere, that uh, energy. Because you know, I announce at all the games, and I love doing it at South and Spring Hill when they come when they contact me. Mm-hmm. Uh. Right now, it's it's leaning towards being like a broadcaster for sports because you know each team has like a specific mm-hmm. reporter. After the game, they ask all the questions. Now, most of the time, it's women, which you know that's that's cool. Mm-hmm. But as far as like that's something that I'm really interested in, and just being that person. But I mean, with that comes work. You have to study. You have to know the. You know, have to know the plays. You have to know everything that these players are doing, mm-hmm. everything to like what they ate that morning. And that's the stuff that I need to put work into because I mean, if I want to do that for like the NBA or something like that, you you gotta know these things. Yeah. You can't just be like, "Oh, I want to do it," and then it just happens. Yeah. That only ha- that's like only happens like to one percent of the people. Yeah. And so I rather I rather be ready when the time comes. So right now it's just practicing, understanding the game, and seeing what the future holds. I'm not trying to say, "Oh, this is what I'm gonna do in five years," because you never know what you're gonna do in five years. My
1: know. my advice to you is show it at Universal Mobile next year. Like study this summer and then just show it. You can show it. Start off with the with the soccer team. Mm-hmm. Then you do it with the basketball. It's all the sports of mm-hmm. just showing, asking them questions after the games and different things like that, and the coaches as well. And mm-hmm. you can help, um, Mr. David, put it in the article. So I think mm-hmm. you have you have. Opportunity to grow on it now and work on it, work on your craft.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's that's true because I've gained like a really good relationship with the coaches here, yes. and they're very welcoming. And, and I'll pitch the idea, or they see that I'm trying to implement stuff, and they will be mm-hmm. all for it. And I know Archie's all for it. That man, yes,
1: he's 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 trying to build everything up in the yes. basketball world. Yes, so he's trying I know to he's it. down for sure, and I know Coach Stuckman will be down for sure as well.
0: So I might actually do that, man. I might, I might have to do it. I've been trying to do yeah. volleyball, but the issue is, as far as like trying to do, I also want to do um, on like play by play, the mm-hmm. stuff that Dave is doing. Mm-hmm. I'd like to do that, but I'm announcing There's not another announcer. So we're trying to figure it all out. That's true. That's yeah. true. But no, I'm. It's, it's more than likely going to happen next year. Now that I have all the camera and everything, and figuring out how to do the, I, I think it's going to happen.
1: I think the best thing as a graduate assistant is working on your craft. Mm-hmm. He's working on a craft and showing your um, bosses, new bosses, of what you can do and how you can grow it. So,
0: mm-hmm. yes, I agree, hundred percent. I agree. Anything else, Rome? You got any questions for me, man? I know you like to ask a lot of questions.
2: I uh, I don't have anything. I I think I got like one last thing. I just want to. This my this, this dude right here. This is my this is my buddy right here, man. This <laughs> my guy, man. Like, I am so grateful that he came. You know, the first year I came because mm-hmm. it was. You know, just trying to find that person that 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 kinda relates to you in a sense. And I definitely, you know, when I, when he got here, man, we was able to kinda, you know, figure each other, I feel each other out and like we like best friends, like this dude right here. He'll bless it from God for real, mm-hmm. man. Like, he came at the right time. I'm so grateful for him, man. Like, he don't know, <laughs> but this my guy right here, man. Like, this dude, <laughs> this dude, big time. And I hope, I know he's gonna do great things. I know he is, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm just super grateful for I just wanna let him know that, man. I'm super grateful for you, big dog. Yes.
0: And I'm I'm gonna say that I'm gonna be rooting for you guys regardless of where you go. I think we're connected, me and Rome, we're connected on yes, Facebook.
2: Absolutely. Thing. I got you. I can add you.
0: Hey, there we go. Yeah. Just so I can know what's going yeah, on. Celebrity over here, man. You yeah. got to get permission. You're going to be D1. <laughs> <laughs> he' going to be D1. That's fine. But, no, I really appreciate you guys. I, I can't wait to see you guys walk across the stage. Thank you, man. And I can't man, wait man. to see what God has for you guys man, in the future. Man. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for tuning in uh, for another episode of the University Mobile Athletic Podcast. This might actually be the last one. Now that I said it, it probably is. Because I don't want to edit this out. But right. yeah, uh, thank you guys for tuning in for this past uh, semester with all of the wonderful guests that we've had on. We've had a, a multitude of just outgoing, genuine people like uh, Stefan and Le- Rome. I was about to say, Le Romeo.
1: Official. Right. Yeah. yeah, government name. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh,
0: thank you guys so much for tuning in this season. Uh, next season, It's probably the same thing. We're going to hit it running, hopefully um, implementing new things and new ideas. So thank you guys for tuning in. My name is Shonda Hope, graduate assistant of sports information, and we are out.